In a world where truth is suppressed, information is censored, and alternative ideas are silenced, one group refuses to be muzzled. Despite shadow bans on social media, low downloads, and crickets on Patreon, one group refuses to be a mainstream media puppet. Today, we honor that one group, the heroes of the cannabis airwaves. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the Podcasters. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us and welcome back. We have another great show in store for you today. Brian Field is here to talk about his show, The Dime. Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Dan. Excited to be here. Well, you also have your co-host, Kellen Finney, couldn't join us today, but I want to make sure you give him a shout out because there's a lot of points in this episode that I want to discuss about having a co-host. But before I do, under the heading of some of the greatest inventions in history were conceived by people on cannabis, tell us how the idea for The Dime was hatched. So the dime was hatched maybe 2019 at the Emerald Scientific Conference. And this was after a day full of presentations. And we were networking. We were sitting around a couch. And it was me, Jordan Zager, Dr. Matt Moore, Evan Friedman, a bunch of other really smart people. Of course, my partner, Kellen. And we were just having conversations about everything cannabis. And we were hitting a variety of different topics. And shortly after that kind of conversation, it dawned on us that this was an incredible conversation that... We had multiple scientific leaders in the industry discussing different concepts and theories simultaneously. And all these different opinions and thoughts would be beneficial as a collective and just being regurgitated out to the masses. And after that, we came home. Kelly and I decided to kind of dive into the, the podcasting. I mean, COVID hit and it became something that we continue to pick up as another way of networking with our our colleagues that we weren't able to see, but it's another way of adding another educational layer on top of our own internal mindset. Uh, a lot of the times, Kellen and I like to get outside opinions to avoid groupthink philosophies and challenging each other's assumptions we do naturally, but having that third person in the conversation flow really brings an extra competitive advantage to our thought process. I I know just by listening to your show, that definitely comes out because you get a chance to hear a different op- opinion. Was cannabis part of the conversation where you guys... Yeah, there was multiple joints being passed simultaneously, <laughs> which at the time seems a little more scary now considering COVID was like right on the precipice of, of spreading. And that idea quickly went away since obviously March became lockdown and this was late February. And it's just wild to think about those concepts and how free and those passings of the, the joints were in that conversation. And then to think how quickly after that, the entire world took a really different approach. Well, again, it's inspired another great historical invention, the dime. And what's the significance of the dime? So for us, obviously, we have the eighth with like the, the bag of pot and the dime <laughs> was to play off that. And the, the original intent was to try and do a 10 minute short clip of everything informational from a specific topic. And as we started out, we realized it was likely impossible to consume all these different approaches into a 10 minute bit. I think it dawned on me that it was likely not possible when one of our first guests did a nine minute opening monologue. And then I realized after that, it's likely impossible to try and keep it under 10. If I hadn't asked him a question yet, he's still going to his background about eight minutes and 30 seconds into the podcast. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's happened to me so many times. I mean, the dime is funny. Back in the day when I was younger, it was nickel bags or dime bags. And so it's, it checks a number of boxes. You and, and Colin work together at 8th Revolution, and so you have a great rapport. It's nice to have a co-host, especially when your guest doesn't show up. And speaking of that, you brought along a clip from one of your early shows when it was just the two of you guys. Maybe you can set that up for our audience so that they can know what we're about to hear. Sure. So early on, we used it as a conversational tool to challenge each other's thought processes. We're both pretty comfortable with speaking on stage at large conferences and without the ability to have that networking event, we wanted to make sure we were staying fresh with all the different conversational topics. So the conversation we're about to hear was one of more negative conversations, but I think an important one that needs to be discussed because obviously there's so much positive in the space, but sometimes there's other opportunities that are a little more negative and there's consequences. So I think exploring those types of negatives was a unfortunate reality, but also a truthful one that we kind of role played out as we, we broke it down. Well, let's play it and let's talk a little bit about it because I have a couple thoughts on it as well. Uh, police officer pulls me over. He says, Brian, your eyes are red. I tell him, officer, I'm a lifeguard. He says, Brian, it's 930 at night in the winter. You're obviously not a lifeguard. There's no pool around here. Uh, he takes me out and then he does our test. What, what's the legal limit? How does that work? It's the same roadside test that they give to someone who's inebriated in alcohol. So it's like walk a line, say the alphabet backwards. The roadside is just for, they're just checking a box that they have to. Nine times out of 10, if the officer asks you to step out of the car because they think you're on the influence of drugs or alcohol, you're going to, you're literally going to jail. That's great. <laughs> I'm a lifeguard. <laughs> hey, quick little story about that. One of my friends told his mom he was a lifeguard at a pool and that's why his eyes were always really red. Turns out he wasn't really a lifeguard the entire summer. He lied to her, but he got away with that. And that's every time I hear the eyes red conversation, it's always funny to bring that up because it brings back those funny memories. Yeah. But that's a good example of how it's nice to have that co-host with you. You guys have such great rapport and bouncing it back and forth like that. You can throw a question to Colin. He can throw one back to you. I'm sure that's helpful. I mean, occasionally guests don't show up. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really important point. And I think another aspect that really dives into both of our backgrounds is Kellen has that heavy science side. He's just strong analytical chemist, but but smart conceptually and understanding all the pieces of the puzzle. And I focus on a different approach, more of the business marketing side. So our theories sometimes collide pretty aggressively with the different mindsets and perspectives. And you can hear that in real time in our conversation, because sure, we both ultimately understand exactly where it needs to go, but see different approaches on exactly how to get there. And I think that's what makes us unique is the ability to bleed the business and science perspectives together for one analytically driven approach. Your show has such a broad range of guests that it probably makes it really helpful. In some cases, you're more comfortable with the conversation than Colin and in some cases, he's more comfortable. I'm sure that makes a big difference. Yeah, it makes a massive difference. We've hit everything from publicly traded CEOs to medical marijuana doctors to branding experts to physicians in the space to analytical chemists. The plethora is endless. And I, I look at it as like a spin the wheel type personalities. And I think that's really important to give the wide variety in the space because the industry is so vast and so wide ranging. And I think having a variety of different guests gives different perspectives and informational dives because the industry as its whole is evolving so fast. And hearing these different perspectives, I think is beneficial to our listeners. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. Before we wrap up, I have a podcasting question for you about titles. In your titles, you tease the episode and then you end it with the guest name. What prompted you to come up with that format? I think that's a really good question. For me, that's a personal opinion. As a marketing background, I always like to be intrigued and teased into the episode. So when I was first looking at the the way we listed it out, it just didn't feel like it was compelling enough for that. So when I'm dissecting the episodes and trying to, to justify or explain to the listeners really the information in there, I try to compact as much information into as few words as possible to sell them on the massive benefits that's loaded inside the episode. I, I wouldn't call it clickbait because it's not like that. It's But it sort of teases the episode. And I'm looking at it and a lot of times I'm thinking maybe we should start doing that with more of our podcasts. And I, it just jumped out at me when I looked at your show. I, I, mean, I suspect it's been helpful. Yeah, I think so. And I think for me, I just use my own behavior habits from a marketing sense or psychology of the intrigue of you're scrolling through your 10 different podcasts and you only have one to select for that moment which one are you going to choose? Are you going to choose just the standard one or are you going to choose the one that you're like, you know what? The Michigan dominance with the cookies behavior, I'm slightly interested in that. I think I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm afraid I may have to make some changes. I'm always here to help. <laughs> well, you can check out new episodes of the dime every week on all major podcast sites, uh, including PodConnects, where you can also apply to be a guest. Brian, great to have you on the show. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate you doing it. Thanks for having me, Dan. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, my name is Leah Babrudi, and I'm the founder and host of Canachicks Podcast, where I discuss cannabis, psychedelics, and other natural medicines. I not only interview people who use them as treatment for different conditions, but also the entrepreneurs who share their knowledge on how they built their businesses. If this sounds interesting to you, give my show a listen. I'm sure you'll learn something that'll surprise you.